just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Happy Friday and welcome back to Good Game Nice Try, as always. Aaron Blair, looking fabulous on the little Zoom box. I'm sitting down today. I normally stand uh, and I'm sitting. Me too. Yeah. Which is, we're usually mobile. We both have standing desks, but no, it's a sit down day. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta pep up today. So what's something, what's something you're excited about? Well, I guess something that's been, it's been giving wind to my sales the last little bit. Uh, it was just recently the 20 year anniversary of Xbox, Whoa. which is crazy to think about. Wild. Absolutely crazy to think about. But I feel like between like the original Xbox and 360 and everything now, like I, I feel like everybody has some, some good memories, right? I agree. And I think for me, it's like the 360 really is the workhorse console. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I love PS2, um, but I, I think, you know, for me, there's like, Original NES, original Nintendo, and then 360. Those are the two workhorse consoles that I've put the most hours in, probably. Yeah, I'd say 360 is pretty up there. I, definitely more so than the original one, and honestly, maybe more so than than recent. I would say. Wow. I'd say I've, I've put the I've probably put the most on on the 360. Um, but what did you put the most time in? I mean, besides like Halo and you know the the centerfolds. Of oh, besides all the ones that n most people put all their time into. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. I will say I find myself wanting to play kind of um, older games, mm -hmm. and I'll be like, oh, right, I played this on 360. Oh, <laughs> right, this is a 360. Oh, right. Like, it just yeah. hits so many crazy points for me mm -hmm. um, that it just, it has so many great memories. But here's one thing that has never happened to me. I never got the Red Ring of Death. <gasps> never happened. You are lucky, my friend, because not only did I have it once, or twice. I had it three friggin' times. What are you like magnetic or something? I don't like know, dude. You have weird I don't powers? know what I'm doing to these Xboxes, but it's so funny thinking of uh the Red Ring of Death. Do you remember the trick that that people would tell you to do? Uh pour a full Coca-Cola in the disc tray. Yeah, that was the second one. That one that a one ruined full it for me. A can of Coca-Cola straight in. I would do it constantly and it wouldn't fix the ring, ring of death. I only did half a can. Maybe that's why mine got messed up. Uh, but, but no, what was the trick? You're sp the towel trick. Do you remember this? No. You're supposed to take your 360 and wrap it in multiple towels, plug it in, and run it for 20 minutes to overheat it. Whoa. And then that would do what? It would then give up and be like, I'm sorry, let me out. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. You had to listen to its pleas for survival. Um, it would actually, I guess, I, I looked it up today because I'm like, I have no idea how how the f does that how that doesn't it doesn't make any sense to ruin it further. But I guess it actually melts the solder, and then it allows it to be able to bridge together to work again or some some crazy shit. I have no idea. But wow, wait. So that wait. So that trick is actually based. In reality, which yes, I thought what? it was. I thought it was just some like urban legend. Like, yeah, you wrap it in towels and you do this and pour pour the coke in the in the district. Like some some crazy shit. Like, but no, it was it, apparently. Whoa. I don't know if someone's just trying to like explain or make make it make sense. But it never made sense to me until today. I looked it up because it's like very famously. You know, if you grew up, if you're as old as I am, you would blow on a cartridge. That would be the thing. That, but then it yeah. came out that like all you're doing is like your moist breath is just rusting the cartridge, and <laughs> you're it's just not ruining it. It's literally doing nothing. And then there was for CD-based games. Obviously, you pull them out and be like, you know, like my whatever Bond, or not Bond sixty four, but like you know, a game w- would be super scratched. You kind of like mm-hmm. rub it on yeah. your shirt. And that yep. kind of worked a little bit, but not Get really. Get the smudges based. off. Uh, yeah, but in reality, it's not doing anything. But it's interesting that the towel thing actually is scientifically supposedly supposed to work. Yeah, it apparently has some sort of basis in, I don't know, I guess. Uh, did you do it and did it work? It Okay, so I did do it. Did not work. Okay. <laughs> it did not work for me, which is why I can't, you know, I can't endorse it. I can't recommend it. Um, what, but... it did, what it did was just start a fire, which burned down your apartment. And then with the insurance money, you got I a got new, new Xbox. Xbox. So there, yeah. that's the life. That's mm-hmm. kind of that trick. This trick. Yeah. This new Xbox trick will drive fire departments crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Some might call it insurance fraud, but. <laughs> Happy birthday, Xbox. Happy birthday, Xbox, and from TF2 to class-based shooters like Apex and Overwatch, we do have a treat today. Our guest today is a wonderful actor, director, producer, voiceover artist, and writer. He is the voice of Lucio in Overwatch. So fun. So incredible. So fun. Uh, and he streams on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Johnny Cruz with three Zs. Uh, here is our interview with the one and only Johnny Cruz. I I mean, obviously, I have so many questions about Lucio and like everything else. But I really the, the one question that's been on my mind, because we haven't talked in a little bit. Yeah, I feel like we haven't had it. We haven't had a good a good chance to be able to catch up. But the one burning question that I and most people listening, I'm assuming, are wondering is when are we getting a teenage dad sequel? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, if uh, nobody knows, uh, Sonia was a lovely, mystical, magical fortune teller (laughs) in a teenage dad, which I think oh, it all comes around. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just a little bit about teenage dad. It is a it's a Overly produced Instagram stories sitcom series that uh, I just went crazy with and eventually got a uh, (laughs) – I was just like, how could I keep making this bigger and bigger and more ridiculous? And by the end of the series, uh, which it's uh, – I got an Oscar-winning actor to play a villain (laughs) on an Instagram story (gasps) – 
overly produced. It was insane. And it's I don't know. It's so even, good. Yeah, I can't well, believe I you got it. Daniel Day Lewis to do that. That's amazing. <laughs> he was available and everything. It was crazy. Uh, it was wild. It was wild. His character work was incredible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're just kind of going into the, the, the fun stuff I do on my Instagram, which I appreciate that. And it's super fun. But there will be no. Unless somebody wants to throw me a bunch of money and make a series for TV, there will be no more because I think I ended it on the perfect note. And it's just, it, it was, it's so perfect. I don't know if you've watched the entire series to the very end, but I, I got to give it to myself <laughs> on ending a series <laughs> perfectly. See, Game of Thrones should have called me. There you go. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I guess say though, you know, one thing I, I absolutely love is I love people who are creative. And and I think too often, especially in this business, people try to make stuff just to get it sold or whatever. And don't do it for the love of just like literally having fun. Like people can't say, but your face was lighting <laughs> up talking about this great little thing just because, I mean, how much fun was that to make? It, it, yeah, it's fun. I think uh, one of my favorite things to do is uh, do bits with my friends. Like I, I like the thing I do is I chase a laugh every day. Probably too much. It's probably some sort of wild addiction. But I'm always chasing like uh, playfulness and uh, getting either my friends to laugh or uh, them making me laugh. So I hang around funny people. I love. I love it. And so sometimes I'm like, how can I package this? for other people to experience. And it, sometimes it's the dumbest thing in the world. And <laughs> it's a lot of production. If you watch Teenage Jam, you're like, why did he do this? <laughs> why? But thank you. I yeah, love no, it. Exactly. But thank you. <laughs> but it was, it's honestly, it's, it's just kind of a, a recurring thing is like, how can I mess with people? Uh, a, a sense of Loki uh, mischief, you know, the, the kind of like uh, being in a closet waiting for your friend to like walk in so you could jump out and scare them. That's the way that little playfulness you feel in your in your gut. That's what I'm chasing every day to, to, to be and do. And it, it makes life interesting and fun. And uh, who out there right now do you think is also doing that? Who do you like to watch? Uh, who do who do you enjoy? Who inspires you in that playful mode? In that playful mode, uh, I, I mean, growing up, I, the first time I ever saw uh, Ace Ventura with Jim Carrey, yes, it blew my mind. I was like, this guy is acting like a fool, and everybody's <laughs> here to watch him, and it's so ridiculous. I I, I found myself kind of. Uh, just being a huge fan of that type of just big, robust comedy. Who's going to watch me? Who's going to go with me through this weird little bit I'm doing to the end and even beyond? Yeah. <laughs> to where they're like, please stop. <laughs> like, see where people's moment of like, they're like, all right, stop, dude. That, that's kind of, <laughs> that's what you're looking for, to stop right before that. Just uh, right, 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 right on right the cusp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, I was very inspired uh, by Jim Carrey growing up and I, I still am. I'm still inspired by his journey as a human. Yeah. It's such a gift to be able to give people laughter like that, you know? And I, and I think that's it's something I chase for myself and to, to give to other people without annoying them. <laughs> but you must annoy them to find their comedy. Right. And luckily, I mean, there's so many different avenues and and platforms and everything else that you've been able to to do that to bring that to people right. between twitch and you know even in in your voice acting and skits and everything else in between you've got got a lot of outlets i do i i think i've done a lot of I, i'm always trying to get into stuff 
Let me get into it. Let me figure out this thing I'm doing. What's going on over here? How can I? I used to be able to like pick up things quickly. I learned how to program PHP, HTML, like yeah. CSS. I learned to build computers. Wow, uh, yes. I had a huge nerd phase networking. I learned how to get people to the top of Google for for a portion of uh, my years doing SEO marketing. It's going to say SEO, baby. Yeah, SEO, baby. <laughs> Uh, and then I got into uh, improv for many years, like uh, that as a talent. Like there's always stuff I'm always very interested in and then I dive right into it because I think it just, for me, that's been a fun to learn new skills and just work that little, those grooves in my brain so they don't like, you know, dust over. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I really admire that about you because I think the fact like, you know, they say like doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. And, and right. I think like- a lot of people, I struggled with that a lot also growing up. I was a big nerd, but it was into all this other stuff, but didn't really want to tell anybody about it. But I think that makes us, everything we learn kind of informs what we end up doing. And so right. how would you say like, like the things you've done that you you've dove into in the past, how has that informed where you're at now with acting and comedy and producing all this stuff and where you think you want to go? Like what pieces back then are you like, oh, wait, I can use this to do this? Well, it's interesting. I did learn early on different, different things. Well, I guess it's like eventually I was able to produce a feature length film write it, produce it, uh, have musical scored in it, do the visual effects for the movie, and basically get it all done for $13,000. I made it look like maybe a $200,000 film. Got it distributed, went into Blockbuster, because that was a dream of mine. It was like, I used to walk through Blockbuster back, back in the day and be like, one day my movie's going to be there. Yes. And my own actual directed produced movie made it into Blockbuster. It's the reason they went under, but <laughs> but I got it. I did the it. The Buster Killer. The yeah. Buster Buster. Yeah. It's 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 on Amazon. It's called Small Timers. I made I was able to get it distributed right for this uh, from beginning to end, being the the point man for all of the things, I was able to do it all. Wow. I, I don't recommend do it like that's a <laughs> lot of things on your shoulders. Uh, and it literally almost broke me as a human. <laughs> but it was my film school. It was my my fear to get it done. Mm -hmm. It took like I mean maybe two years for me to edit the movie to where I was like, here we go, all right. And then that's when you're like. Now people are going to watch it and all the time and everything you did, they're going to either, uh, you know, like it or, or you're going to get booed off the stage. And nobody will ever work with you again. But that moment to face the fear of it all is like you could do it all. But then it's showing it to people. It's like get, finally getting on the dance floor and saying, hey, I've been working on this for a long time and I think I'm good. But if you don't think I'm good, I'm going to explode into a million pieces right here on the dance floor. So <laughs> so that's the moment I think everything for me has been chasing is that that moment of here I am right it's such a vulnerable moment mm -hmm. uh, those are the moments I think are the most growth in life and so I do feel that that's where I'm chasing because I want to be scared less and less of life <laughs> did you did you find anything like that getting into voice acting or were you like you know what I've I've got so much under my belt because you've done some improv you've kind of I mean acting and everything else did you find? Any kind of resistance or fear in that? Well, the the funny thing about imp uh, or the funny thing about uh, voice acting was <clears throat> I wasn't trying to do it at all. <laughs> I thought I had a nasally voice, you know, and like kind of like a 
I remember watching this old commercial I did for like these VR cars, and, and I was like, "That's what I sound like." Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Wait, uh, v- like, VR cars? <laughs> or no, no, not VR. Uh, they were uh, RC cars. I meant RC cars. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, RC. Still very cool. Still yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It was it was super cool. It was like done like Fast and the Furious, right? Yes. <laughs> and I was one of the cool guys in the van. But I sounded like, hey guys, let's run. That's what I feel like I sounded like. <laughs> so I was like, oh no. But mostly I was always chasing like on camera. Like I was like, you know, look at this glowing face. Everybody wants to see that. Eventually people were like, no, you've got a face for your voiceover. Disagree. <laughs> 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 Disagree. <laughs> But uh, I, I wasn't really trying because um, I, maybe it was a limiting belief, you know, maybe it was just mm-hmm. kind of a, a thing that I just wouldn't, I was just like, that's not, I, I, I loved doing voices and being, uh, you know, a weird, I love to make weird sounds. That's probably one of my greatest gifts is just to be, just to sound gross and weird. <laughs> <laughs> How to annoy people with, with sound. That is, that is a, a treat that the, the, the <laughs> Lord has bestowed upon me. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, so it was always back there and it, it it's, um, but I, I never really pursued it. Uh, when I moved to LA, it was the first time I, uh, my manager who I got out here was like, do you want to go to a voiceover agency meeting? And I was like, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, get me, get me in a room with Christopher Nolan, you know, <laughs> you wanna, you in your mind. Be- <laughs> yeah. He's like, do I want to go to voice agency meeting? And in your perception of your voice is like, yeah, man, put me in it. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, man, they're gonna love it. <laughs> I'm ready for this voice agency. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I'll, <laughs> which much. you don't sound like, by the way, right. no, <laughs> just so we are all on the same page. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, uh, they brought me on and I, and then I would, um, I remember doing these voiceovers in a booth for a while. And I didn't book anything, like two years, probably two and a half years. I was like, I can't believe they kept me on. But I just remember going through it. I was like, this is difficult. This is a different vibe than on camera. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of the still same practices. I had to find the sincerity in my voice without using like my face, you know, or like to convey that. That's tough. But then there was this freedom in which I could use my body in ways I, I wouldn't on camera. So there's this freedom to be like, I could pull stuff from here in any way, shape, or form, and nobody's watching me. So as long as it sounds sincere, it, it, it became really fun. Uh, and kind of like a little freeing to just be in a booth and like be there. And if they're like, you know, you, you get your head ripped off in the video game, you're just like, you know, like you, you, right. you don't see my face. It's horrifying, <laughs> but you can hear the, the torture and yeah. the in yeah. Voice. <laughs> yeah. For something, for something that's so, I mean, it's all audio. It's uh-huh. uh, there's such a physicality to it too. Cause we were talking to uh, Darren DePaul yeah. and just when he gets into Reinhardt, like right. you can, you can see it in his stature. You can see your it. Shield. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he sits up straight. Yes, posture changes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He he ran through. Yeah, but and and his yeah his physicality would change with every voice, which is really neat to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a huge thing because the way you put your body in ways it'll make you feel smaller. Yeah, you know you go smaller. Yeah, okay. You know, or <laughs> these are all things you learn in the booth on how to use your body to create use your voice to create and uh it makes you very hyper aware of the ways in which you can make sounds and where it comes from a lot like singing sure uh, mm-hmm. things like that so uh but I- i've come to really enjoy being in the booth because there's 
there, there's nothing there except you, and you don't have to memorize your lines. Great. That's Ooh, sweet. Oh, man, that's it's right there for you. Uh, so that's that's also very helpful because there's like no, no impediments to, to really just bring forth uh, mm-hmm. the character. When did it click? When did it click over? So you're 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 doing you're in the booth. You're not booking stuff. And then when did it click over for you? Where you were like, oh, here it was. Now that now the chain is caught. There was there was I think uh, part of part for me was trying to do less of what they wanted or what was on the paper. You know, mm. a lot of like you know you're trying to reach something that you know if they if they want a a military guy that's like gruff and tough. I'm like, hey guys, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to, to try to be like, okay, what is that to me? You know, really bringing it closer to myself than I I, I ever had, and kind of like in- interpretation, almost like like interpreting interpreting for yourself, like how you your own flavor, from- yeah, yeah, your own flavor, yeah. my own ness, right? Like, mm. there's things I I say and do naturally that are sincere, right? And how can I convey that within these characters versus trying to push and be, you know, uh, something uh, that I'm. I see on t- television and trying to mimic or replicate, right? Mm-hmm. But how can I bring that sincerity to the, to some of my sound? So I actually brought it a little closer to home, even closer to my sound. Um, Lucio was an interesting one because I remember reading the the specs on that one and being like, oh, like he, like if, from my perspective, I was like, this is how I am with my friends. Like I, <laughs> I, I made connections, like deep, like emotional connections. This is... If somebody says they can't do it, I'm like, you crazy, man. It's the possibilities are real. Like I go like I go into this this mode like to believe in yourself. And I was like, oh, that's a thing that I actually am and do. How can I do it, you know, a little a little more amped up and excited or when I'm really amped up and excited about something, what does that really sound like? Uh, and just a lot of things really I associated with. Right. And I, and I brought it closer to home. Yeah, I think there's not a better example uh, than Lucio, to be honest. I think that speaking of, you know, really keeping it close to home or really, um, you know, bringing yourself into it, uh, just from the chances and the opportunities that we've had to to hang out um, and everything else, I, I, I see it. I see a lot of you in him. Like, you're such a, like a happy, excitable person. And I feel like it really comes through. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Mr. Hamburglar. Bravo, bravo. He said, of all the McDonald's burgers I've ever hamburgled, these are the hottest, juiciest, and tastiest. Bravo. Hurry in and enjoy one of our 350 bundles, like a daily double and small fries for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any of the offer comparison of prior classic burgers. ba da ba ba 
You've mentioned, you know, being into programming and I, you know, loving comedies and everything else in between. Uh, What was high school Johnny like? I was closet nerd. Absolutely heavily closeted nerd. Uh, Played tons of video games. My mom was very strict, but the one thing she did let me do was play video games. And so that's mostly what my childhood was, was playing pretty much the same eight video games I had over and over uh, and uh, and trying so desperately and so hard to be cool without showing too much of my cards. So it was all presentation. I would iron my clothes every morning. I would take a shower. I'd do up my hair. I had a look, man. I was, yes. I was just like teed up, ready to go, but then kept everything distant. I didn't, nobody really knew about my mom, my life or my mom or like what was going on. I had to keep that hidden. So then I could interact a little bit with you, but you can't know too much about me. Come on. Mysterious. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think I was so also super dorky and I love to do bits. Right. And I would do that with my friends like, and then walk through like the hallways, like, you know, Mr. Model. Like, Blue mm-hmm. steel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I think over time, I was like, how can I actually, what is true vulnerability is like really combining those two things together and allowing myself to be myself and people actually see me for me and the things that I like and and I enjoy. And it's it's so wild that I see the world and now like, you know, kind of nerd culture has become just pop culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. This, the, the high school Johnny too, uh, just loved I think that's a part of me still is like, I will play video games for hours. I, I, I have probably, I stopped playing video games for a long time because of the addictive nature I have to it. I'm a completionist. I will finish everything in a game. Not great when you're trying to live a life uh, and make <laughs> some money. But then you can make money streaming video games. That blew yeah. my mind out of my head. You know, what's great is it, it pulls together so many of the things, you know, like we were talking about before, like the past is prologue and it pulls together so many things, improv skills, like right. how you like connecting with people, all these other stuff. And uh, and Twitch, you're live, people are, you're, you are acknowledging people, your fans right. and people, you know, they're, they're being seen and you're having, you get to perform and do little bits yeah. and stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, how is the Twitch... How has it been going and, and what is something that kind of surprised you when you dove headfirst into it? Well, I, um, I've been doing, I, I'm going to have my stream anniversary in like a week, which is fun. I didn't, I didn't think I'd do it this long. I, honestly, I was just like, I was just going to do some streaming during the pandemic, uh, play with some fans. I had been playing Overwatch and started to just go downhill right into the depths of just every day. I was like, I should do this in front of everyone. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so I started doing that and the community was really uh, incredible. And I, I think Lucio as a character attracts a certain type of fan, which I am so thankful yeah, for. Yeah, um, And I, I love all there. There's these cute, just little humans. Um, mm-hmm. And so streaming became interesting because it taught me. Number one, I get into a video game and, and, and that's one part of my brain. And then entertaining is the other part of my brain. <laughs> so you try to shove that together. And I'm like, oh, I'm playing oh. the game. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like uh, uh, my favorite video games. Uh, Link. Uh, uh, like, that's what it feels <laughs> like. It's a with skill. The two. It's, a, it's, it's its own a skill. skill. It's its own it's skill. A lot. Like, I, you could, I think, uh, I heard this from Gary V. You could re- either be really great at a video game or when you're streaming or 
very entertaining. And here's where I am, is I think I'm very entertaining, but when you put me in front of a video game, I want to be very good at it. Mm -hmm. And so I meet this middle of like, my brain's like trying to smush together and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) and uh, yeah, I'm trying to hit my shots and I'm like uh, learning the mechanical skill. And so, and then my, my, the fan base is always like, let's play this game. And I'm like, what do you mean play this game? (laughs) What do you mean we're playing this game till we get a hundred percent at it? We can't move on. Yeah, no, we can't move on. We have to play this till the very last morsel of this game is just ripped out. Uh, and, then, and so, and then I have to go to another game, which it's like learning the new game from the, like, that's like oh, yeah. the hardest part mm, for me. Like, the those investment. beginning moments. And I'm like, but then you find the fun finally when you're like not terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard starting a game on stream. It's really yeah, hard. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard. <laughs> it's a little punchy. You're like, oh no. And they're like, you're terrible. I was like, I just turned it on. <laughs> I know. It's been 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, which it's, it has been, it's been super fun. And it's my, you know, it's like my own little show. And the fact that people come and, you know, hang out and, and let me be uh, mischievous, weird, and, and a goofball is, is a treat. It's a treat. Aww. I know, yeah. which is wonderful. Um, how is the road to Grandmaster? Some people would say, you know, I'm boosted. I, I want to let everyone know that is absolutely that is absolutely true. But <laughs> <laughs> I am on the I am at my career high. I was sixty away from Grandmaster, uh, and that's when you have to duo, right? So once you get to thirty nine hundred, there's no longer a team, so you have to duo. So I was hovering in thirty nine for a while, but I was oh. like, "Hey, man, I'm here." And I'm not going, I'm not going all the way back to silver. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Uh, so I did, I did make an alt account because that's what you do when you're cool, man. You, you, <laughs> do, you, make, you get an alt account. I, uh, I solo, uh, solo queued in, in that one. And I, cause I wanted to see where my actual skill was as go. a healer. Yeah. I got platinum <gasps> and I was like, you know oh, what? Okay. Okay. I'm better than 60 to 70% mm. of you guys. <laughs> Got him. Validated. That's yeah. great. Is there pressure? Do you feel pressure? Because you are the character. You are Lucio. Do you feel pressure or no? No, no. I, you know, I, I created this wild, you know, adventure for me to get to Grandmaster. And I think anytime I set my side on something, I, I become very dedicated to doing it and finishing. Like if I start, so I have like playing Mario, I couldn't just play Mario. I had to get every moon, every Mm -hmm. outfit. And so I have to reach Grandmaster if something doesn't compute. (laughs) (laughs) So once I think I reach Grandmaster, I'll be like, I'm free! (laughs) And then I will continue to play. (laughs) Claw your way out of the grave to get to the Grandmaster. I (laughs) I did it! But then what? You know, I have... I haven't thought that far. <laughs> I mean, well, well, Overwatch Two, Overwatch Two, okay, yeah. you maybe. Mm-hmm. And also, what would be? What's like a franchise you would love to be a part of that you are just like a fan, a huge fan of? I mean, uh, Zelda has been my go-to of my entire life. Like I was spring break, tenth grade, uh, playing Ocarina of Time. I just remember being so. I'm playing all night. I wouldn't put that controller down. My yes. friends were like, yo, it's spring break. Let's go to the mall. 
And I'd be on the phone and I'd be like, yeah, let me go ask my mom. And I'd put the phone down. I'd play for like a minute. I'd be like, she said no. Like, you know, like, they're like, oh, man. Little did they know. I'm like in like shorts I've been wearing for three days. Eyes cracked out. Cereal bowls in front of me just like going hard. I'm like, let me get this. You're like, I'm in, I'm in Hyrule, bitch. That experience for me was like the most crazy adventure I'd ever been on. And that's what that. I remember feeling is it gave me such a journey. Ugh. And mm-hmm. even today, like Breath of the Wild, it did the same thing. I was like, you know what? I have made it in life. I'm going to play this Zelda from beginning to end. And I got every Korok. I did every little thing. Oh, my God. And just felt that same thing. 100%. You got you to gotta do it. Got to do it. never 100 percent at a game, just do it for you. Did you 100%? I 100%ed it, yeah. Johnny. Breath of the Wild, yeah. See, I did... Pretty much all the game without, um, like, guys or anything. Mm-hmm. But the Koroks, that was a different thing. I would have to, I, I would do little 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 stuff for the Koroks. But even that was, like, a, a three-day adventure of just, like, Wow. Where oh is God. this Korok? It says it's here. The Korok is not here. <laughs> it was great. So how many hours? Oh, hundreds. I, I, I could pull, oh I gotta God. pull it up. Yeah, it's just hundreds of hours of me just, <laughs> also, I just, the, the vibe of just, like, you know, cutting grass and finding little, you know, little grasshoppers and bugs. Hell yeah. Fun. Is anybody else having fun? (laughs) My friends would be like, God, man, please don't use the big TV for this. (laughs) (laughs) Like you can't play on switch. You can't, you need, you need the big screen. Yeah. Can you, can you hold it in your hand? No, look at this. Uh, my good. Well, I hate to say it, we're almost out of time. This Don't has been say it. amazing. It. Take it back. Uh, but, you know, Johnny, we like to end every interview with asking our guests the favorite game and their, their least favorite game. Not okay. the best of the worst in the world, but just to you, your least favorite game and your most cherished game. Let's start low and go high. What is the game that you hate the most, that drives you the most nuts uh, and your least favorite game? Okay, I'll say this, but it's going to stretch out. Please. I am not a fan of... Madden, okay. okay, NBA 2K, FIFA, mm-hmm. not in the least. You know that you, you watch watch the game. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I we, go play a sport. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That's fair. That's fair. Let's just go out and play basketball. Anyway, yeah. I, I think uh, sports games to me don't have the same vibe, so I don't touch them. Um, Are you a sports guy outside of video games, or I like to play sports okay. and I also uh but I won't watch sports I'm not into like team like let's let, let's go Bruins I, I don't know uh <laughs> but I I do enjoy working out and fitness and playing basketball anything anything like that actually going out and doing it I enjoy it uh and I have at, for periods of my life had friends and I was like yay Mavericks in Dallas and I was like yeah. they won but I, I never really like connected and maybe it's because I tried out seven times for basketball and in, 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 from middle school to high school and, and never made it. Uh, oh, just uh, a, a little scorn. Painful. Like, yeah, so painful. I was like, I'll never watch basketball ever. <laughs> I dance my way out of here. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it. Um, okay. uh, so yeah, sports games, but uh, I, I mean, the one that we were just talking about, Ocarina of Time, is of course the high yeah. of me mm-hmm. experiencing for the first time. And, uh, I mean, I was playing Mario's and stuff, which are always classics, but that one did something to me emotionally that I just wasn't ready for. And <laughs> so then, out of all the Zelda games, Ocarina of Time, that's your jam? Like Breath of the Wild to me did also a heightened level of that. Like when I hear the music, 
There's just mm. triggers, right? Mm-hmm. You got triggers. Yeah. Like, oh man, I I gotta go Mount Centauri and fill up my bag, filled with you know, <laughs> it's 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 this calming nature of the music and and I would say Breath of the Wild to me has become uh, my favorite. For sure. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think the world would agree with you. That game is upper magic. echelon of all best time. It's magic. So I can't wait for the next one. I'm so I'm so stoked. There we and go. Once again, you, no one will see me for three months, four <laughs> months. <laughs> this is more breath of the what? Deeper breath. The DLC. The deepest deep, breath. The deepest breath. <laughs> the deepest breath of the wild. <laughs> deepest, wildest breath. <laughs> Uh, well, Johnny Chris, thank you so much. This is awesome. No, thank you guys for having me, for sure. Well, thank you, Johnny. That was an absolute uh, delight. And also, man, that that he's handsome. He's a positive, handsome, talented man, much like myself, frankly. I saw a lot of myself in Johnny Cruz. Wouldn't you say, One in the same. Okay. One in the same, nice. I would say. <laughs> Well, we're going to take a quick break and stick around, but we will be right back. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, we're back. So a few weeks ago, we asked y'all on Twitter, at Good Game Nice Try on Twitter, if you're stranded on a desert island, or really any kind of island, uh, and you could only bring one console or game combo, what would it be? And I gotta say, y'all had some answers for us. You all had some fabulous answers. Uh, I think they're pretty good. I'm I'm still going to think on mine right now, but Bob, 62598424. Wow. A lot of numbers. Uh, They said that they would bring a Game Boy with all the Pokemon games. It's smart because how many Pokemon games are we up to now? Like around 100? I mean, just the catalog. You've, you've got a long time to catch them all, my friend. You've got all, <laughs> all the time in the world. I will say Pokemon Go, though, on a tiny island would be a little depressing. Oh, no. You know, just like, <laughs> oh, I've been to this gym. Or you have to, like, swim out 100 meters. <laughs> and you've your got, GPS doesn't work. You've got your phone above your, I think, just trying to get to the gym that's a, you know, a little <laughs> bit offshore. It's just slightly out of reach. Gym here. Uh, yeah, that's oh, a great Oh, man. Uh, Rock Pants at Rock great Pants name. underscore. Um, Rock Pants is the best. Uh, said Genesis with Toe Jam and Earl. Jam. Jammin'. That's a funky island experience. Agreed. And also, I will say, I've never, I've still never beat that game. You just, the soundtrack is just ingrained. It's ingrained. Into the depths of your brain. Yeah, but I've never, so that's a long game. Yeah. Um, and it's procedurally based. So you kind of think every time you play it, it's going to be different, which is going to be really fun. Yeah. Uh, Droopbox says uh, GameCube and Wind Waker. Maybe it'll make a, maybe it'll help me figure out how to make a dragon sailboat. Smart. 
I like that's a, that's a fun one for an island, I guess. Yeah, it, it makes it it makes the environment a little bit more cheerful. <laughs> and also, I just love the uh, you know the lateral thinking of let me pick a game that has survival tips in it, so it's going <laughs> to help me survive in real life. I think is very I love smart. That. Um, now, for you guys, Jen, Sonia, what is the game combo or console you would take with you? I was trying to think of a game that like wouldn't get old, you know, obviously, and that isn't just like a single track narrative because that once you beat it, it's done. And I actually think Hades would be good because there's so many ways you can modify yeah. so many, like even after you technically reach topside and beat it, there's way more to do and figure out. And I even playing it now, there's always something that I'm like, oh, let me try this way. Let me try to get every world in sub nine minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'd just be like with my Switch on the island playing Hades. I love Brilliant. That. Brilliant. Yeah, huh. agreed. Well, I don't know what platform it would be on. I guess maybe Switch because, I don't know, it's just easier. But uh, I feel like you need a game that is truly endless. Mm. Like something that is a complete sandbox um, just something that's, you know, there's so many different ways you could take it or so many things you could do. And the first thing that comes to mind is Minecraft. Mm. That's brilliant. Yeah. You know, cause you could do survival. You can recreate your whole Island yourself. You can, you can have like big ambitious projects and it just, it's endless. And, and really on an Island, you're living Minecraft. Yes. It is Minecraft with better <laughs> graphics. There we go. That's basically what it is. Better shaders, yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, I don't know. This is not a great answer, but Oculus, because I wouldn't want to be on an island. Like, You're I'm, like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> let me on. fucking escape from this beach hell. That's actually a good one. You know, I like just that. Like, put, I, will, I would rather be at a cubicle. Let me play Job Simulator. You could be like roasting in the sun. You could have some pretty brutal burns, but put yourself in, the, you know, go on Nat Geo, go yeah. to Alaska. I don't know. Get the hell out of it. Go to a, a glacier. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. When they rescue me, I'm completely sunburned and beet red, except for a white <laughs> oval around my eyes. The and Oculus my, tan lines. And my fingers are, are, yeah. are untouched by the sun. <laughs> Exactly. I love well, it. That's good. Well, thank you. All, all great suggestions and a lot of other ones we couldn't get to. But mm-hmm. uh, of course, if you have other suggestions uh, or you disagree because we're idiots, hit us up at Good Game Nice Try on Twitter or use hashtag GGNT and we'll see it uh, and feel uh, a little uh, sad. Uh, but that's going to do it for this cool. week. Thank you to Johnny Cruz. Thank you to Xbox. Happy birthday. Aw. We did happy it. Happy birthday. Right? We did it. Yeah. Was, that's great. Good Game Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton with engineering and sound design by Chester Guazda. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. Special thanks to Lisa Berm and music, you know it, by John Danik. Danik, Danik. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.